This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Return of the Living Dead. They're back from the grave and ready to party. Hey, Chris, isn't it funny how I make you mad all the time? No. Yes. See, Troy knows. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Chris is upset. And I'm Troy. Troy. Fun to get him all riled up for he's got to talk about his book talkings. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, he was a little he was a little disappointed in this movie that there was no uh I don't know, no pubic hair, so we had to we had to call him we had to talk him down. He was pretty mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because if there's if Chris if one thing Chris needs in every movie he watches it's some pubic hair. Yeah, that's top on the list. Pubic <laughs> hair, and I was being an asshole, so. Kinda. Well, that's yeah. obvious. Two great tastes that taste great together. Asshole and pubic hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've never tried it. Asshole hair. It sounds uh, better that way, I think. No. I'm going to say it doesn't. <laughs> so this movie... I mean, do people say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine they do. Uh, it's, they call it a furry taint. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, we all know the taint's not the asshole. That's part of the name of it. No, it's the coffee table. Well, okay. That settles it. I guess that makes sense. Go uh-huh. ahead. Books and such. Mm-hmm. So, Return of the Living Dead. This comes to us courtesy of number one super fan of all time, Todd. Sprint Todd! Todd! And uh, we start off. Beginning. Yes. The beginning. We know, Chris. And uh, there's these guys, and they're working in some sort of medical supply thing. Yeah, you need medical supplies. You need. Yeah, U-N-E-E-D. You need. Wasn't it Unita? Yeah, I think it was. You need. Yeah, they're Italian. They've no, got... you need the medical supplies, huh? <laughs> Indubitably. Yes, Baba Descuzzi and such. Whatnot. <laughs> and they sell all of your classic uh, medical supplies. Not modern ones, only the classics. Yeah. Like morphine and leeches. Yep. That and, classic stuff. And adult female skeletons with perfect teeth. Bayer used to sell heroin. Okay. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, then also uh, split dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, there were split dogs in this movie. That's for true. I think that's the first for us. Is that our first split dog for Slaughterhouse Princess? Uh, like I, split clean. I and actually imagine. like called a split dog. Yes, yes, it was a bifurcated canine. I'm sure if some dog got cut up, I was like, oh look, split dog. But no, I think that's the first time we've had real split dogs. But I mean, do they just use like a really sharp bandsaw for that? Laser. Okay. I think bandsaw seems more reasonable, but... Laser band? I mean, 
I mean, that's a terrible job. Like, oh, what's your job? What's what do you do for a living? Oh, I cut dogs in half with band saws. Oh, well, I'm gonna go talk to this person over here now. Thank you. I'm gonna go do literally anything else. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, so old old guy. Oh, but but before they start show, before the older guy starts showing the younger guy around. The dude who I thought was Sam Watterson from Law and Order, who is not Sam Watterson from Law and Order, is like, hey guys, I'm out. Take care of the fort. Yep, hold it, it down. Hold yeah, down hold down the fort. fort. Yep. I was like, is that the dude from Law and Order? I think that's the dude from Law and Order. Uh, it's not the dude from Law and Order. Put it torn. Nope. And, uh, yes, books. The old man is going to show the new guy all the tricks of the trade, like how to tell what the skeletons are. Yeah, which corpses is corpses. Exactly. What a lemon party is. Which ones the split dogs are. Yeah. Here's where the prosthetics are. Here's where the half dogs are. This is the floor. This is the ceiling. There's a wheelchair. Gravity. Here's the C&I chart that says Bert is a cheap bastard and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Did anybody else see that in the background? Yeah. Uh, apparently there's also a Playboy uh, photo shoot of Vanessa Williams in the background too but I missed that I was obsessed with the the eye chart hell I don't know and uh, it turns out that there's uh, some stuff in the basement which has been down there for a long time Long time. Well, because the young guy's like, dude, like, what's the craziest thing anyone's ever ordered from us? And the old guy's like, well, there was that time that a bunch of dead people got up and started walking around back in the 60s. And they sent us some of those bodies. Yeah, and he's like, nah. And he's like, oh, oh, yeah, I'll show you. Come here. For real, though. And I did like though that they uh, they literally like worked Night of the Living Dead into this as like oh yeah remember that thing that happened movie film I mean yeah real occurrence yeah but they had to change what actually happened so they just made up the meteor bit well no it wasn't a meteor it was some like two three four trioxin or something which is supposed to be a play on. A play on the some something dioxin, which is Agent Orange, and so that's what animated the the zombies. It was Army Chemicals. I like Army Chemicals; they are delicious, mm-hmm. the most delicious, and nutritious. I don't know about that. Probably not. Ain't everything sure to smell blue for a while. Mm. So uh, the old man shows the new kid the corpses, and I don't. Somebody punches it or some dumb shit. Yeah, he's like, he's like, look, this thing's really solid, and it whacks it with his hand, and then it just leaks, and then it shoots gas all up into their faces. <laughs> I like punching corpse barrels. That was my favorite part of Doom. Yeah, it was good. You hit the spiked ring and all that, and the uh, the corpse. The corpse in the barrel, it melts, and it's real cool. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty pretty good. And, and the glass cracks, which apparently was not, wasn't was intended to happen, but hand, but they used, like, a lot of heat 
on the special effect to melt the the skin off the skull and it cracked the glass like at the perfect time. They're like, we're keeping that. <laughs> Meanwhile, in some other place. Punks. Well, first it's Colonel Guy. Hyperboy. Oh, yeah. The guy in the military palace <laughs> in yeah. San Diego or wherever he is. Yeah, he goes to his wild military internet station. And the wife who tries to be nice to him, he's like just very dismissive of. Yeah. She's like, hi, hi, honey, I'm home. You know I can't do anything until I go to my office. Ah. And he's he's on call 24-7 in case of an emergency, which probably has nothing to do with the corpse gas. It might, yeah, he's, but probably he's not. Chekhov's. He's Colonel Chekhov. Chekhov's nerve gas, Colonel. Meanwhile, back in Louisville, 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 Louisville. <laughs> we meet up with Team Punk Rock <laughs> with Spaz, Young, and Matt Alex. Yep, Spaz and Matt Alex. And the rest. Yeah. I mean, one of the literally goes by the name Trash, so that's lovely. Yeah. Suicide. Suicide is one of their actual names. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's like they knew we were gonna watch this movie and gave them names that we could remember. So they're all they're all punk rocking out and they're gonna go pick up uh, the new kid from the medical supply place. The but, more recent punk rocker. Yeah. He's a recent convert. Yep. But, but he knows where all the good parties are. Yeah. yeah. But he's busy. So they uh, decide to break into the local cemetery and have uh, some kind of punk rock party. Yeah, you got to go around the cemetery for a punk rock party. You get it. Because they can't party at the park anymore because the cops told them they would shoot them. And they drive their graffiti-covered car to the graffiti-covered cemetery. Yeah. Classic the cops. And then back at the medical supply facility, old man and new guy realized that shit's gone a little weird, you know, with the half a dog moving around and such. Oh, and the dead butterflies that are pinned up on the board start flapping. I thought that was a really cool touch. I don't know. The dog was uh, the dog was something special. Yeah, it was a little little horrifying. Because then they flipped it over and it was still like just moving and with all its organs. Looked like a little Toto. Yeah. And then the and then the freezer starts banging. When your freezer starts banging, you know you got a situation. Yep. You call the repairman. So they they call up the boss man and they're like, "Hey, boss. Uh, I don't know, man. Shit's weird. We're dying. We brought these guys back to life. The corpse got out." Oh yeah, they haven't like it. so yeah. So they they open the freezer, the corp the cadaver in there comes at them. They tackle it to the ground, and one of them takes a pickaxe and drives. Like, oh yeah, it's, how'd they get them, kill them back in the sixties? Like, oh yeah, you have to destroy the brain. And so they grab a pickaxe, bury it in this the back of this thing's head, and it doesn't like do a damn thing, <laughs> which I thought was cool. Yeah, but you skipped a very important scene. Which is? That's where 
Leanna Quigley talks about how sexy it is to have old men bite her to death and then takes all yeah. her clothes off. Yeah, and has the weirdest crotch known to man. Mm-hmm. Because you do you want to tell the story, Chris, or do I or do you want me to? You can. Okay. So film executive sees the movie or like sees that they're gonna that they film her just fully nude and you know, this being the eighties, she's got she's got some bush. And they're like, we can't show pubes on television. Like, even like if it's HBO, I guess. Cause I mean, they're not going to air this just on television with her crotch hanging out. But so like, you got, she's got to shave it, shave her down. So they, they shave her pubes off and then they, they're like, okay, so this is what it looks like. And he's like, Oh God, that's worse. Now you can see everything. And so he had them make some, a crotch prosthetic for her, which gives her just like an uncanny, an uncanny valley. <laughs> yeah, they give her the old Barbie doll treatment. Oh, that checks <laughs> out. Because <laughs> I was like, I didn't know what was wrong, but I'm like, there's something wrong with her crotch. She's and it's one of really the disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, wait, is she a vampire in Sweden? I'm confused. Now back at the medical supply company. They're, you need- uh, they're trying to dispose of this here corpse. <laughs> the pickaxe to the head didn't work. So then they bust out the good old trusty hacksaw. We're hacking. That doesn't And go cutting as dogs well as into hoped. Dogs nope. splitting. Yep, so like yeah, the head's still going the and the body's still knife. going, even though they're not touching each other. And uh so they just kinda hack the thing into pieces. And they're like, oh, great. Now we got a bunch of pieces that are out of it. What do we do? And then old uh, boss man remembers. Law and order. Law and order is like, hey, my buddy over here, he owns a mortuary. He's got a crematorium. That seems like a good thing to do. Yeah, the old crematorium. Yeah, you burn it all, you burn it all up and then it can't attack you anymore. So he uh, heads over. They take the, the stuff with them. And boss man starts talking to presumed Nazi scientist. Yep. <laughs> With his tracksuit and his haircut. And his face. Yeah, and he gives uh, what I find to be a questionable version of what, how rigor mortis works. Yep, I believe my my, my, uh, my message was, that's not how rigor mortis works. No. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. And uh, he's, boss man's like, look, look, Nazi guy. I got this problem, right? I got these rabid ferrets. Yeah, that's Weasels. that's the <laughs> ticket. That's a thing that people have a problem with, right? Yeah, yeah. Weasel rabies. We just want to burn them. That's all. We we just. He's like, it seems like maybe just call. I don't know animal control. That seems like a thing they would be involved with. And he's like, nah, nah. We just need to burn them all. See? <laughs> yeah, because if you say I'll call animal control, then there's a paper trail. And we don't want a paper trail that we had rabid weasels in our medical storage, medical supply storage area. Why are rabid weasels bad for medicine? Ain't good for it. Yeah, they are. Like if you're trying to specifically make rabid weasel medicine. Yes. <laughs> start, start mixing stuff together, see what works, see what doesn't. Mostly weasel poop. So, uh, turns out old uh, Nazi guy, he's not buying any of this. So he's like, okay, okay, look, I'll level with you. It's a bunch of uh, hacked up corpse pieces that are still alive. 
And he's like, oh, well, in that case, let's burn him because one of them <laughs> fucked up my tracksuit. <laughs> yeah, got him by the yeah, like, suit. Yeah, they just like there's the disembodied arm that goes after his leg, tears it up. And we come back suit. to the the punk rockers, and they're just fucking off. It doesn't matter. They're punk rocking. Yeah. So uh, off they go to the crematorium, and they set fire to him, which pumps out some totally not bad green smoke. <laughs> Yep. Apparently, the the whatever trioxin not only seeds clouds and makes it rain instantly, but it makes it rain zombie chemicals. What's the old saying? If the smoke is green, it's okay. Green means go, right? Yeah, that's exactly what people always say. I don't know how many times I've heard that. And had to that say or, it yourself. That or hey, there's a new pope. So uh, all the punk rockers are like, oh, man, it's raining and it's all burning and stuff. We better get back in the car with a shit roof. Well, it's better than the car without a shit roof. I suppose. It'd be a car with that. Well, without a shit roof, I mean, they have a good roof, though. Yeah, and Linnea quickly was worried it was going to dissolve her uh, her crotch prosthetics. So she had to get cover in the car as soon as possible. So, uh, back at the mortuary, they've, you know, burned up the corpse, hooray for them, but old man and new guy are like, oh, we don't feel so good. Maybe it's because of the poison gas that sprayed us in the face. Well, also, that happened earlier. We didn't tell anybody. Didn't seem relevant. Oh, yeah, that stuff happened. Oh, and uh, new guy's girlfriend, like, fucked off from Team Punk Rock a little bit ago and went to the supply store looking for him. And she heard something down in the basement and meets Oil Zombie. Yeah, he's pretty rad. I like oil zombie. He was exciting. (laughs) And he he chases her up the stairs, and then she falls down through the stairs, and then... Yeah. Which is weird. And then she locks herself in a a closet, right? Yeah, and these zombies aren't your uh, Romero zombies. They're smart enough to know how to do stuff, like bust open closets. Yes. Thinking zombies. And as this is all happening, the punk rockers all bust in because they don't want to, I don't know, be in the wet car. Something about the establishment, I don't know. <laughs> and in an effort to stick it to the man, they uh, go downstairs to hear what all this commotion is. And they see that old uh, girl is in the closet getting busted out. And then... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds way worse than it is. Yeah, yeah. second on that one. There's context <laughs> there. You have to apply. Nope, isolate it. Make it the outro. You can't have it the outro. It's already in it. Take it a part of it out of it! <laughs> yeah, just bleep that part out, Chris, and move it to the outro. <laughs> you can have it twice. This is how the magic happens. So anyway, Team Punk Rock discovers Oil Zombie. And Oil Zombie chews up Matt Alex's head. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Alex, who's like, you know, this this giant chain that I have running from my ear to my nose, you know, and, and all the rest of my look, it's not a 
costume. This is this is my lifestyle. It's how I am and who I am. You and then an X shaved into his head. Yep. And then he gets his brains not on by oil zombie. Because apparently he has like the softest skull known to mankind. And meanwhile, back at the mortuary, they've uh, called the paramedics who show up, and they're like, hey guys, our uh, friends are poisoned or something. And the paramedics give them the once-over. Did their... they say that they were down with the sickness? No, I'm not. I'm not signing off on that. Thank you, Troy. <laughs> no, thank you, Troy. See, Troy fucking <laughs> plays by the rules, Chris. Oh, I know what the rules are. I'm just not playing by them. That's because he's a stupid, he's a stupid, sadistic, abusive whore. Books. <laughs> so uh, the paramedics are like, uh, okay, so I don't want to alarm you, but Jaws is dead. Like, yeah, yeah, like, well, you're moving and talking and such, but you have no pulse and you happen to be room temperature. It's fine. It's all it, fine. It's all good. Totally. So, uh, they head off to go, I don't know, medical stuff, but they get eight. Yep, because the uh, zombie rain has, which I think that's my favorite Prince song, uh, <laughs> has, has caused all the corpses in the cemetery to rise up, and uh, they uh, a few of them start taking out the uh, the paramedics, and then... They had like the paramedics had just gotten on the radio, and the radio the radio dispatcher's like, "What was that?" And so when the zombies picks up the uh, the, the what handset and s- tells them, more, "Send more paramedics or for brain," and so they do. And Team Punk Rock decides to make a break for the mortuary because they see the uh, ambulances or whatever. So they kind of get split up, and some of them make it over, but a couple of them are still back at the one place. The medical supply. Headquarters. Headquarters. So they all manage to get inside, and they're like, hey, man, we don't want to alarm you, but, you know, there's a bunch of animated corpses that are killing people. It's fine. So I think it'd be reanimated. But- they, uh, they board up all the windows and whatnot. And like, and haul around some lead pipes. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Law and order grabs a lead pipe and decides to regulate with that. Um, find a compound. Apparently, the Nazi had put bars on the outside of the stained glass windows in the chapel. <laughs> like they do. <laughs> yeah, helps the ambiance. Yeah, yeah, security. And they're boarding up the joint. And Scuzz gets caught, though. Young Chris? Yeah. By ha- by the half a zombie. Yeah, the legless zombie. Oh, no, the zombie woman. Yeah. The zombie female zombie torso. And uh, they, they tie her up. And they're like, all right, we want answers. And she's like, okay, I can do that. So it turns out the zombies need brains because it's the only thing that gets rid of the pain of, you know, rotting. Yes, because apparently dead people can feel themselves rotting. Which is a horrible nightmare idea. Yeah, Yeah, that's all right. I've tried it a few times. 
it really makes zombies different in my book. Yeah, you're like, oh, well, maybe you should have brains because you give them ah, brains? I give them Chris's brains. Well, yeah, that was the question. Yeah, no, no, thanks. We'll all give them Chris's brains. <laughs> that's thanks, guys. That's <laughs> we're just trying to help, bud. That's cool. You said you're the you sacrificial wanted. lamb, Chris. Sorry, you meant you said you wanted it with what you said, even though it wasn't your words. I think. Oh, right, that. Yeah. Chris had those come eat my brain's eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He wasn't going to act on it, so me and Troy just took care of it and, you know, the brains and so on and so forth. That's true. My my words say don't feed my brains to zombies, but my body language is clearly the opposite. You're right. I I can see that now. Yeah, you didn't say the safe word, Chris. (laughs) Banana. That actually comes up a lot more than you'd think. I would imagine. (laughs) So anyway... So now these guys are like, okay, that answers that, I guess. They decide that the the best course of action is to lock up the uh, infected guys in the the wee chapel. Yes. Because the tiny I mean, little chapel. They're infected, obviously. Yeah. And you know, I mean, you don't want to you don't want to kill them. You just have to store them. Well, yeah. I guess. Yeah, just keep them off to the side, you know. You don't want them all up in the business. Yeah, until they can be detoxified. And then, uh, meanwhile, somebody, I don't remember who, maybe it was the other guys at the uh, medical supply place have called the cops. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but I know if you call the cops where I'm at and say there's a bunch of undead people chewing brains out, they're like, cool, we'll send a car. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's not Middletown, Ohio, so sure. And they, uh, the cops show up, and turns out, funny story, they uh, they get ate. Yeah, because you know the zombies are all like, "Oh, these people are here. Let's take them out." And they don't they don't shamble. They just like run at people, or at least walk at a brisk pace at them. Yeah, so it makes these a little scarier, I think, in some ways than the Romero zombies. And that's when we learn, you know, shooting doesn't help. No, because they're already dead. So shooting them doesn't make them more dead. And uh, the guys in the chapel have now turned, I guess, or almost turned. Yeah, and uh, his girlfriend, young guy's girlfriend, I think... She she finally gets out of there because I think he's starting to like, oh yeah, like there's one thing I want from you, honey. And she's like, What? Anything. He's like, Your brain. And, <laughs> and somehow Basically. Nazi guy gets his foot fucked up in the process. Broke. I'm gonna bet a zombie did it. A foot breaking zombie? Yep. Yep. Well, there was that zombie that had no legs. Maybe Lieutenant he was Dan. Feet. <laughs> the Lieutenant Dan zombie. Yeah, you know, that might have done it. New legs. That thing could haul haul ass on its stumps, though. Chris gets around pretty good on his stumps. Well, his his stumps have knees and ankles, so it helps. It's true, but I mean, yeah, I mean, he didn't get his knees shot off in the war, so still he's by still definition, good. Though. Yeah, define war. Define stumps. <laughs> define shot off. Define <laughs> stumps. Define define. Define. 
Good, good bit. Solid bit. <laughs> Video! So, uh, anyway, these, uh, <laughs> these jerks, we're now down to, uh, Nazi doctor, the boss man. One the of big the boss man, like from wrestling? Yes. Law and order, yeah. Yeah. One punk rocker. And, uh, girlfriend. And right. so, they come up with the plan to go and try to get the cop car in order to escape. So punk rocker and law and order team up, you know, being, uh, being from two different worlds, they, they join up and, uh, steal the cop car and then drive it into a wall. Yeah. Oh, that was my, uh, my favorite line from the movie. I think I'm driving. No, I'm driving. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. It got real heated real quick about who was driving <laughs> yeah. that car. Yeah, like he's like, no, I'm just gonna escalate this right now so that we don't I have to drive. keep arguing about I this. drive. I hope you go die, good sir. <laughs> I bite my thumb at you. I will drive. Fuck you. <laughs> so they uh books. They wreck the car on account of all the zombies. Yep. It's they're not very good at the zombie solemn. And then jump smash cut back over to the mortuary where a Nazi doctor and girlfriend decide to take refuge in the uh, like the attic crawl space thing. Yeah. The old attic space. And uh, old man zombie, you know, the guy from the beginning, what worked at the uh, medical supply store, he decides to emulate himself. Yeah, he's like, I, you know what? I don't want to eat anybody, so I'm just going to throw myself into the cream, the cremation oven and be cremated because that worked so well the last time we did that an hour ago. That was pretty hardcore. Yeah, and nothing bad could possibly happen with more green smoke. Or atmosphere zombies. And then uh, a whole bunch of cops show up because, you know, the earlier... Totally legit sounding. Said more cops. Yep, they're call greeted work. by uh, they're greeted by a super real cop. Yeah, he's got a he's got a rain slicker on, and he's got one of those light batons waving them to where he needs them to go. They're like, and then like, oh, it's a great shot too. There's kind of a long shot with this line of police cars, and just all these zombies just come rushing out from the woods on either side and attack gotcha, them. <laughs> it's pretty good. I like that shot a lot. And, uh, and so, oh, so a big, a law and order and last remaining punk rocker on earth. Um, they, they managed to crash into the, this medical supplies area or a warehouse thing. And so they go down and they see the, uh, the, uh, the, the, in case of emergencies, call this number on the side of the, uh, military zombie corpse storage containers and call that number. Yep. And they're, uh, they're you gotta call through. government. You should in this situation, which I say to punk rocker way to way to sell out your ideals, man. Yeah. I mean, punk rocker are you? Yeah. Like, uh, Oh, I'm team punk rock until a bunch of zombies show up. They don't want the government to protect me. Ooh. <laughs> It's a him situation. Yeah. So they uh they get Patchy patched the in 
to uh, old uh, palatial estate Colonel Man. Colonel Chekhov. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Colonel embroidered fucking pajamas, though. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, now, now say it slowly. Oh, yeah, so. Slowly. Yes, Quite yes. slow. Panic, yes. Pandemonium, mm. yes. That and it didn't work mm. when you did that. I, yeah. Oh, wow, mm. How bizarre. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Quite. Well, I'm going to turn you back over to this other guy. <laughs> Bye. Yep. Bye. And then, and then he goes to his super fancy internet terminal and contacts his higher ups and says, "Oh yeah, by the way, our Easter eggs have been found, but it looks like one of them is cracked open." <laughs> I'll use code words. Yep. And and Balls have teeth, man. And he's like, "Don't worry, I will take care of it." Yep. They call up a guy in military vehicle who does not use the NATO alphabet. Just pointing that out. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. So Hot that's uh, boomerang refrigerator. That's alphabet Romero Niner, right? <laughs> Ketchup, I think he might have used as well. No, he really did say hot dog. I made up for a yeah. and all that, but hot dog was one of the real <laughs> it was, ones. It was Archimedes hot dog or something. like. <laughs> That's pretty good. I liked it. Archimedes hot dog. And he loads up the fucking giant nuclear shell. Yep, it's yeah, a, it's, it's, like a, a, it's a shell with the... place for the firing <laughs> pin and everything. I mean... Yeah, and it's got the, the radioactive symbol on the side. That's a new nuclear... Yep. And uh they It's nuclear. Nu nuclear. Nuclear. <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> oh, Chris. So they punch in the coordinates and they blow up uh what was it? Like uh twenty city blocks. <laughs> twenty city blocks of Louisville. Yep. <laughs> because they I guess they did, they didn't nuke it from orbit, they just nuked it from the bush state side. Yeah. So uh they can't they weren't absolutely sure, I guess. And the day is saved? Credits? <laughs> nah, credits except for they show, like, zombie rain falling back down into the earth, implying that uh, this is not going to be the end of the uh, Return of Living Dead series. They were right. Yep, there was rain, zombie rain. Bum, bum, bum. It comes from crying doves. Yeah. Cl classic crying doves. Mm. None of them After had a the, raspberry beret, though. No, but they ate a bunch of diamonds and pearls, and that made them sad, and so they cried. I don't understand any they of They should have drove away in a little red Corvette. <laughs> now I got it. Yeah. <laughs> One of them was doing the bat dance on the hood, though. <laughs> there has been a lot of Prince jokes on this episode. <laughs> some would say too many, some would say not enough. Yeah. I would say almost not quite too much enough. I mean, I will make Prince jokes till I'm purple in the face. From the rain? <laughs> yes. And? Uh, so what do you think, Brett? I like this movie a lot. It was a good movie. It's one of my favorite movies you've watched for the podcast. Yeah. I don't know, just started out great with the two dudes and all that stuff, and then Oil Zombie just kind of cemented the whole thing, and it got better from there. You had Naked Rain Dance on the mausoleum, and uh, Brains. 
the brains. It was just, it was good. Brains. Mm. Fair point. So, Brett likes brains. Yes. Do they take away the pain, Brett? Kind of. You should mm. watch it and I give it a brains out of brains. I'm glad I am not living or sitting on the couch next to Brett. <laughs> I'm never glad about that. Brains on the brains. <laughs> brains on brains on brains on brains. Dicks. <laughs> brains on dicks. Brains on dicks on dicks on brains. <laughs> so, Chris, about the movie and such. I also like this movie. It's it's kind of goofy, but that's fine. It, it makes it fun. It's just fun. It's an, it's interesting because it seems to be the uh, divergence point of the zombies. I don't think there was a movie up until now that did the whole brains, fast zombies, smart zombie thing. It's a different take. I do like the I fact. Can't, hmm? so I can't think of a movie. I can't think of a movie that has done smart, fast zombies since. Yeah, it's a fun take on the zombie thing. It makes them more dangerous in my book. I really like the thing with the two guys. Yeah, the ones that catch zombies steamed to the face sickness. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That was neat. But it's pretty good. It deserves its uh, place in the horror pantheon. If you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. It's it's weird. It's fun. It spawned a couple of sequels, some of which aren't great, some of which are fine. It's not aggravating. But it's it's a refreshing change of a zombie movie for sure. What do you think, Mister Troy? I liked it. Um, I mean, I could have used it a little bit more scary and a little less goofy, but I mean, I think they were worried about being too close to Night of the Living Dead with that, so they's like, "Oh, we'll make it kind of funny. It'll be fine." But uh, yeah, I mean, I like the the rapport that the two guys have at the beginning is really good. Like you, can, it really captures that. Oh, I'm like some teenage dude who's working at this warehouse, and there's this old guy who, man, he knows everything about this stuff. That's you know, he he. There's something kind of cool about him, and oh, and he has these zombie canisters. That's even better. But no, I mean, like I like that they were smart. Zombies were smart. They could talk. They would move at a normal human pace. Um, I mean. Those are the kind of zombies that could take over the world, and we would never stand a chance against them. Uh, More so, I think, than the Romero Walking Dead type zombies, the mindless, shambling hordes. Um, Yeah, I really, really dug this. I would love to see someone take that that premise and make it scary and and run with that. but no, I really, I really enjoyed this. Thank you, Todd, for suggesting it. Uh, I think yeah, I've got three thumb, three sets of thumbs up here, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Todd. Maybe Eli Roth will do it. Oh, that could only be better. Yeah, he makes everything better. Yeah. I don't mean that. What? <laughs> Can you still hear me? I think I might have dripped too much sarcasm onto my microphone and shorted it out. I said Eli Roth could do it. I said my microphone. Yeah. But no, it was Eli Roth that did it. So the microphone is the talk part. (laughs) 
Not the, not <laughs> not the, the hearing, hearing part. part. <laughs> There's Eli Roth. That, that's, that's... Yeah, the manticore doesn't help either. Um, so, Chris, what are we watching next week? Run for Dracula. Yes, Blood for Dracula, as suggested to us by Kylie. Uh-huh. It, it's the bookend to Flesh for Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I'll be able to stay awake through this one. Flesh for Frankenstein. Basically, got the exact same cast, director, the whole bit. Yep, it's just a different story. Now they're going to make Draculas make little Draculas. I am curious, though, who else is going to get their armpit sucked in this one? I hope one. there's a lot of armpit sucking in this one. <laughs> oh, don't forget a lot of people like to fuck out in the field. That's true. Ain't in that place. Ain't everywhere else in the movie except for where they ate. So what if other people have movies to help out with our armpit fetish? How would they do that? Guessing. Okay. Well, I guess... You can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. Or you can email us at Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. Slaughterhouse Princess.com. I'm sorry, my brain farted. Uh, <laughs> we're on Reddit, the subreddit, SHP Podcast. We got Stitchers and iTunes and Google Plays and YouTubes and Twitter, Slaughter Prince. Mm-hmm. What was the Patreon thing, Chris? Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Of course it was. Oh, good. This is, <laughs> this is coming back. Uh, I don't remember the rest. You can just say them. I won't do anything ridiculous. I don't believe you. Go ahead. I'll, I'll for real. Uh, Go ahead. What's, what's the Discord server, Chris? I'll let Troy. Discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com. And store.slaughterhouseprincess.com if you want to check out some moderately priced Slaughterhouse stuff. <laughs> and uh, no, seriously, people, though, do send us some suggestions. We're getting towards the end of the last batch that we got. And we're going to be start to we're going to be forced to start watching things that Brett suggests. And no one no, wants want that. that. I mean, he suggested the cell last time. So but that's where we got science tales from. That is true, but I believe I am the sole owner of a science towel in the entire world. Well, I don't have so. any damn money. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, but seriously, people, please Podcast send us some more suggestions well. of of movies you would like us to watch. Yup. It's really hard to provide on what I make from this thing. That's fair enough. <laughs> and uh, because uh, while other uh, podcasts are thinking about horror movies... We'll be here drinking about horror movies. Bye! So it's like the fifth one. Yeah. Major pain. He wasn't really a superhero. It was to me. I, I mean, know. he could eat a cupcake full of laxatives and just fart and that was it. It's true. He broke that kid's finger. What a shit superpower. I can abuse children and not shit myself. Wow, great. That's solid.